the Midnight Crockpot. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Crockpot, the Midnight Crockpot. It is September 15th, 2020. I am your host, Wild Smile. Join with me is Davy Crocco. Davy, how you doing tonight? What is going on, man? It's good to fucking get this show going. It's yeah. felt like a long week, man. How is everybody doing? I, I know. I was thinking, as I was setting up the show, I was thinking to myself, D- has it been more than one week? I had to like <laughs> double check and make sure. I really had a thought about how long this year has dragged with us. This year, if you think back from January, February, how much shit has happened? hasn't happened that you really think about well let's think back to january what has happened what happened in january can you remember I, I got reminded of it earlier i'm gonna say it to you and you'll be like you'll either be you thought it was way longer or it almost didn't even happen all right kobe crap kobe kobe no way all right no that does feel like like ages ago started like january mid-january right i think he died in uh if he died or if he didn't die but you know Squat crash was at beginning of 2020. How the year, man, year started off like that. That's insane. What a way to start off the year. And I guess that's a a really, yeah, Yeah, welcome. Shit, man. Well, welcome everybody to the show. Uh, We have a loaded, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) We talked before about, oh, we're going to start this one positive today. Yeah, well, I I wanted to give a shout out because it's really important to uh, network in this day and age so that most people know, hey, you know, I care about the community, the online community, the podcasting community. And we have a new individual that has decided to join the, the uh, fray, and that is one <laughs> Alan Dershowitz. Alan Dershowitz, let me get the correct crop here. Mr. Alan Dershowitz, thank you for joining us in this most sacred internet platform. So uh, there he is, chat. Here he is on Twitter. Excited to announce the launch of my, launch of my new podcast, The Dershow. <laughs> that is a bad name. Uh, Are you I, being memed on? Are you being memed on immediately? Is this a fucking, is he trolling us? I don't, I don't know. It's on podcast.apple.com. So he, that's great. He didn't even use Anchor FM. I will be giving you you with a with a letter U, not even the word U. My honest, unbiased, unfiltered assessment of politics, law, and life every day on the Dirt Show. I promise you will not be bored. I I doubt that very much, sir. Um, what do you think would be a more fitting name for his podcast, Davey? Oh, <laughs> pants off, pants off. That oh, I don't think I can top that. I, I, uh, from briefs to boxers would be the uh, one I would go for, but I, I think pants off is way better. You're kind of waking up. You're 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 groggy and confused. You don't know what's going on. Like this is how you enter in the realm of his podcast. This isn't like a an eight p.m. or a ten p.m. show. This is like groggy at four a.m. You know, maybe date raped. Yeah, struggling to get the coffee started. You know, you're making breakfast and you're listening to Alan Dershowitz for the thousandth time talk about how he kept his fucking pants or uh, his underwear on the entire time she rubbed him. So, what kind of life would you have to have? to say to yourself, I'm going to tune into Alan Dershowitz tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that show. Mind you, I don't know why people like me or, or us or anything, but that would seem really fucking, you're a depraved piece of shit. At this point, you're yeah. This guy for any, any advice or any, like, again. I, I just want to hear his take on Bubba Wallace. You know, what, whatever happened to Bubba Wallace? You know, we still needed justice for Mr. Wallace and uh, Alan Dershowitz. He'll have basic bitch takes on, like, insider shit from, like, 90s cases or something that you, you don't think about now, but that's, like, like, how he'll keep people around. Then he'll just do 
basic bitch takes of today's topic. It's not, there's nothing to talk about anymore with like the Epstein shit. No one's bringing that shit up. I'm just looking like, to, they zipped it up. I'm looking forward to his inevitable like promoting uh, victory lap that these people do every time they start up a podcast. They go through the circuit, go on all the podcasts they can go on. Like, is he going to show up on the Dick Show special episode with Mike Cernovich? I can't wait. I, I'm I'm all in, folks. Like, you guys don't realize I I'm not even doubling down on this. I'm all in, baby. The Durst Show, fucking sign me up. I want stock in that. We talked about this before, and I'm like, what do you think is the outcome of this? And it's like, we don't. I think the first couple of weeks, you're going to get a heavy presence in there. Yeah. Okay. So I think people want to rattle off some shit. Yeah, he won't do. Let's be clear. There is no fucking way this guy's going to do Collins. And if they are, they will be heavily, heavily scripted or if not uh, directed entirely. Here's what you can ask Mr. Dershowitz about. No way this guy's going to open himself up to the floodgates. Not a chance in hell. Uh, but speaking of, of podcasts, I think this is the next uh, a good segue for uh, one Joe Rogan. Have you have you heard the news, Davey? I've heard some rumblings. Rumblings. I've heard some rumblings. Rum- rumblings. Well, let me bring this. Let's up for talk about here. what's really going on. What's really going on in this day and age? What What are your kids out there watching? Uh, Trump says he's interested in a debate hosted by Joe Rogan. Now, I believe this was a comment that was uh, by a guest of Joe Rogan's. Uh, I forget the per- the exact person, but he had suggested that they host a debate on Joe Rogan, and Trump said, "I'll he, do it." He was on. Uh, sorry, no, he was on okay. Tim Kennedy's show. Tim Kennedy. Tim Kennedy. Yeah. Tim Kennedy came on his. Let's just, let's just get it out in the open for everybody. Terrible fucking choice on the studio, right? Yeah, let me bring up a picture of this son of a bitch. This thing, this is atrocious it, chat. It, we have to, this is like the first week of Joe Rogan podcast. And right now, sorry, excuse me. Studio, new vibe, new look. Moved to Austin with lifestyle change. His first guest is Tim Kennedy. Tim Kennedy's like a Navy SEAL, MMA fighter. Pretty interesting story. Then he returns the favor and goes on Kennedy's podcast, and Kennedy sets up the big thing. I think they already knew they were going to do this. That's why he didn't do it on his show. He did it like right on the flip back, like immediate. Like he could have said that on his show. That would be where you would want to announce, man, I'd love to have these guys on for a debate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I just realized where I know this guy from, uh, Tim Kennedy, I think. Or, or, yeah, that's it. Uh, Tim Kennedy's the guy that waterboarded uh, Stephen Crowder. I remember that. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. I almost forgot about that. And and Shapiro's in the back, right? Yeah, you know, it just really a little bit in the, in the shadows, watching in anticipation, hoping things go uh, just right, I'm sure. That's one of the gayest clips that I can remember. Yeah, you know, he, he definitely gave it to him a bit light. He doubled down, or he quadrupled down on this idea that waterboarding isn't torturing. I don't give a shit either way, no? He, that Tim Kennedy guy was really like, we need to establish that this isn't torture. It's like, it's just a weird hell to die on. Anything can be torture. I mean, if you change the conditions, if it wasn't in your lofty fucking podcast studio where everybody's looking out for you and concern, you know, in in a setting where no one fucking knows you're there. I don't know. I imagine it could be torture, but whatever Steven Crowder got, you're right. That, that wasn't torture. That was a guy doing a bit for a show. I bet you Crowder might like to get tortured i bet you he would i bet you you could do some things to steven crowder that he would enjoy that other people would fucking sell out their entire family for uh but yeah we'll move on from that i mean some sick shit 
Yeah, He's no, real. So constrained. We we've seen this guy's show. You know, any excuse that guy can have to throw on a dress, he just jumps right in. But uh, one of these days, I, I do expect Stephen Crowder to be showing off one of these amazing. Hi, I'm Paris. Zipper mask. Continuing so, oh, search Lord. for the most comfortable mask. I, found I, a I apologize. I can't stop it. I can't stop it. Addresses the issue. He's out of what the do you machines do if are you're wearing a propelling mask. Chat. Like to have a sip. All right, no, here we go. Okay, so this guy has devised a new map, or a map, new mask, Davey. Uh, I, I believe you showed this to me. Uh, but if you'll see on screen now, this guy has found the perfect way for us to wear our muzzles and still be able to uh, eat food, I, I guess breathe every once in a while. Ironic that these people, right after demanding that everybody uh, be pissed off about uh, George Floyd because he couldn't breathe, now they're trying to make us not be able to breathe, and and we're not even allowed to say shit about it. We're you know, I remember really voice. Well, go ahead. This old, I mean, everything about this guy I don't like. I don't, I don't, I'm not a reviewer channel guy. I don't know if, what, like, you don't watch any of this shit, right? No, no, not at all. Like, I don't even know how this comes across my radar. I, I, I think I found it in an article or on a, on a board somewhere. Like, so I, I made one of these videos on Twitter, like, early on, because there was, like, an Israeli uh, inventor that made one of these, and I just did a joke that it was for, like, underage girls to, like, pleasure, you know, through the hole. Then they just started making these in America, obviously. Yeah, well, they probably saw that and said, that's a good idea. I saw the clamp. We, we showed that off on one of the episodes of the show. Uh, a clamp that you, you have to keep one arm uh, available to open up your mask <laughs> so you can use your other hand to awkwardly shovel in food. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. All right. Oh, so he's there a, it he is. is a, he's fucking creepy. And like, who the fuck I actually used as a straw? You're a real fucking weirdo, man. They match. Yes. Like, that's just some weird shit. This is like some uh, somebody's idea of a person. Just kind of creeps me <laughs> out a little bit. It, he's, he's got a serial killer kind of sick shit, right? Like, he, he, he looks like an undressed clown. I can't think of anybody who would make a mask with a zipper on it that wouldn't be a serial killer. So I'm not going to make any claims about this person, but I will say that I don't think a normal person would ever do something like this. <laughs> All right. So uh, have you heard about these these luxury face shields, Davey? Oh, yeah. Luxuries. Always. Well, I, I know everybody's looking to, to uh, prevent their breathing a little bit more creatively, but Louis Vuitton has decided that you can show how much of a high roller you are with the Louis Vuitton face shield with golden studs to protect luxury buyers from coronavirus. This is a, uh, an article on CNN. Just go ahead and take a look. You know, uh, walking around in style. What are your thoughts? The the first time I saw this was uh, maybe like a week ago, like right after our last show. And I had seen this a couple of times where it's like, she came out first and said, we're going to establish goggles. And some people laughed it off, but it was like, then we had to remind people, that's how we got masks. That's how we eased into everyone wearing these things. You really do have to be careful to not take it as a joke, but it's so over the top ridiculous that like, okay, now you need that rich, bored crowd to buy something, not doing anything at home, probably not working. Just put out some $100 shield and just see what idiots will buy them. Yeah. And this is something that people will definitely buy to showcase not only their uh, financial uh, financial success, but also their uh, their stylish approach to uh, protecting themselves from the beer flu. I guess the uh, the stream is stuttering really bad, Davey. Um, I'm going to try to stop uh, the uh, screen share. If that still doesn't do it, uh, we can read the stream, I figure. Yeah. All right. So I do see somebody saying theirs is okay now. So I'll give it a few more minutes. I think we'll be I think we'll be good. All right, yeah, we're, we're mostly going in sequence on uh, the outline I made. So uh, we should be fine. 
really cool, man. You know, like every week before these shows, like I, I get like we talk a lot, you know, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You would say like, we, we talk, we chat quite often now. Yeah, it's like uh, mostly just to keep an eye, you know, an idea of what's coming up next. You know, if we do any extra shows, that sort of thing. But we also, you know, we're somewhat friendly behind the scenes, so we keep an eye on uh, the things that are coming up. So we pay, you know, maybe we'll have to do a surprise stream or something. And it's just like a, it, it's a courtesy and like a, an obvious like friendship that you know just kind of grows itself because it's just a cool thing to do weekly mm-hmm. but you're out in cali it's just been a weird week like i, I, yeah. I, I kind of felt like this would start like this tonight like it we wanted to get some real fun shit out of the way because <laughs> it's just been one of those weeks right like it's felt really long yeah i i couldn't eat like i said earlier i couldn't believe that september 8th was the last show it feels like two weeks ago at least so much yeah, like shit we, has gone down i finally got my mail today like we should mention like in between the week like it was the was the uh reunion of 9-11 that's right oh man a lot of interesting things happened on that day but uh I think we'll get to that later. For uh, sure, for sure. Yeah, no, it, it's been just a heavy and dense week. And so it was a little difficult to find a few things to laugh at or try to get a little bit of, uh, mine a little bit of entertainment out of because a lot of the shit that's happening is really heavy and pretty intense and bring up. Like just these uh, growing attacks on police this last week. Uh, pretty crazy. There are several instances of that. And then we also had uh, just the, the entire West Coast up in flames. It's not so much, uh, you know, the fire side too but what comes with that where there's smoke there's fire right there's a whole lot of smoke let me tell you uh the air quality is not the best out here everyone's wearing masks again uh so you know thank you dr fauci i, I thought about the 9-11 stuff and we'll bring it up later but like one of the ones i brought up to you was the the irony of directly after 9-11 where like it's okay to breathe in this air that was fucking terrible that people died from now 20 years later it's an invisible thing but you definitely can't breathe it in to put the mask on it's complete opposite and inversion of everything just to fuck us over is like kind of yeah it almost have to laugh at it or you're gonna cry yeah it just flips up flips it on its side and that's the thing a lot of people uh cope with frustration anxiety with, uh laughing at it you know laughter is the best medicine after so speaking of laughter being the best medicine uh you sent me this clip on twitter of uh of, of someone ch- just checking this woman's privilege let's let's take a look oh, here God. it's how how like you one of those people that can get through a full clip or do you have to like turn away from it or like pause the shit or do you just consume the whole thing right off the bat? Me, I typically can't stand much of it and watch the first few seconds and skip through <laughs> until the until the good part. Because I watched this full full stop because I was just like I didn't know what was gonna happen. Someone just sent it to me, no context, no nothing. I, I don't I know really, anything about this. I don't know Rita Panashi. I don't know who the fuck this lady is, you know? Yeah, Rita Panashi, it says, uh, the truth is incontrovertible. Malice may attack, it, ignorance may deride it, but in the end, there it is, Winston Churchill. So, uh, won't let anyone pass her in the aisle, because that would be white privilege. So, she does seem to realize or identify how stupid this is. Uh, because I think anybody who's worked a retail job can go, ah, this insufferable person has made my life hell before, or this type of person. And it, it's just it's just a thing that, like... <laughs> You're going to hear like the, the catchphrases of these people for the lack of a better term to use. No one's ever talked to you like this. No one's ever talked to me like this. Most people would never get talked to like this. You imagine a, a confrontation on a fucking airplane where someone's actually talking like this? No, we're about to watch one. But could you think about this before? No, no, this is the last thing I would want to deal with. I'd rather deal with security before dealing with somebody like this. So, uh, Rita Panha- uh, Panahi, uh, let's play this clip that she shared to Twitter. Uh, it's about two minutes. Oh my God, 
Okay, y'all see she's agonizing? Y'all see how the lady doing me? Look, look, and then she coming. Look, all I'm trying to do is use the bathroom. Watch, watch. The lady, the lady is getting aggressive. I'm, I'm not a child. I'm grown. I'm trying to use the bathroom. The lady is coming. I need to use the bathroom. Now she needs to use get to her door. Can I get to my bathroom? No. What do I gotta listen to? What do I gotta listen to? Are you my boss? You are white privilege. You're not my boss. Sit down. Sit down. You're not my boss. And you're not my boss. You're white privilege. Sit down. You don't have privilege over things. You have privilege. No, but all of a sudden you gotta go back here. You wait for me to get to my bathroom and have respect for me like you've been having. Call them now. Call them. Good. And I need to get to my bathroom. So you write and respect people. You have white privilege and it's not here. It's over. 2020. Wake up. You got a mask. So you're under the government too. You're confined and you don't have white people. I'm a queen. California. She was from a black queen. You don't talk because you so privileged that you gotta get in somebody else and tell them you're not listening. I don't have to this is your neck of the you woods. Don't, you don't run me. You go to the bathroom. You shut I've up. I've seen people like this once or twice. You have nothing to do with it. I'm not talking. White and Listen black. Your mama. She should have told. I know you don't care. You so ground. Okay, thank you. I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. 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 What do you, know you know about California you queen? You run yourself. Oh, man. So... In my area, we get a lot of uh, traffic from like Southern California, and uh, they they stand out like a sore thumb. I think is the best way of putting them, putting it like, and not again, not because they're black, but personalities like this really stand out. People like this, everyone just looks at each other like that. That this person must not be from around here. It's not quite like that. You ain't from around from around here, are you, boy? It's more or less like, hmm, you lack the manners for which my people are typically accustomed of, ma'am. Tip of the hat. Uh, yeah, no, but we get a lot of th these queen types, and you think it's a stereotype, right? Like, you think to yourself, no way is anybody actually like this, and you would be wrong. There are a lot of people that fit the stereotype as if trying their hardest to live up to oh, There, There's a... Uh... You know, there's the oh, blackity black pan African Nubian bullshit king and queen movement that we've seen you know, programmed basically over and over and replicated over and over. So like here and it's kind of like oh it's just it's really just weird and annoying. Really, her boyfriend would just be like, "Yo, bitch, shut the fuck up." That oh, absolutely. That's definitely that the type of person she would date <laughs> because she knows she has to have somebody to to balance out her bitchiness. A king, if you will, but like it would be dead immediately as soon as he was like arrested shut the fuck up it's over but like she's just independent queen she's she's popping off a little bit yeah man. i doesn't yeah. need a man see this is a world without uh without the brothers we really do need them to balance out the the imbalances of the world like some some of these chicks just really need <laughs> you know a little bit of tough love uh but speaking of of tough love uh what do you what do you know about being cool davy and being young and hip with the kids and the reason i ask is because because Paul Rudd is apparently a cool new kid in town. You know what, man? Like we we talked uh, throughout this week a couple of times about like what kind of vibe we wanted to come out with the show because you're on Kelly, the fires, 9-11, this, that, the lockdown. Like I can honestly say this got me probably the most mad out of anything I've seen in a while. Yeah, I, I, I'm just glad it was Andrew Cuomo that did this because if Gavin Newsom fucking tweeted this out, I'd be I'd be so red in the face. 
I, I, I don't I don't even know how to put it, but I would look very, very frustrated if you could see me. So thank God for the that. fact that it's any politician, though, I just don't forgot who tweeted out. But there, I don't even get it. I don't understand what this is. It, it really is like he's just mocking. I just is he patronizing me right now? This motherfucker's patronizing. Me. Yeah. And you would think it would have a different take because it's so bland that it just plays to exactly what it is. But it's really just a bad comedy sketch. There's no way this appeals to anybody just directly talks down to you in a pandering way state sponsored from the fucking governor literal propaganda yeah and what's great in the middle of a lockdown you assholes aren't even allowed to go outside but let me tell you why we got paul rudd we got a certified comedian to to let you know first of all how how he understands your zoomer mentality but also uh he's just he needs to inform you on how to be a wise and caring member of the public eating man paul rudd you know Leading man, Paul Rudd, the Ant-Man himself. It's a weird, it's weird how they have, the only way they can push their stupid agendas is by trotting out these, these propaganda pieces promoted by these overindulged fucking Hollywood actors that quite frankly aren't worth what they, what they're claiming they're worth. Like a lot of these people, I wouldn't pay them a hundred dollars to be in a short film. This guy's been pushed on us so fucking hard. I remember when I was really young, this guy was pushed on us and they kept pushing him on us until they pushed him as a leading star, which he's not. Paul fucking Rudd, maybe your third best in a movie. They wanted to push this guy on us. Why? Why Why are you pushing Paul Rudd on them? Do you remember this? Like, Oh, absolutely. And, and my thought has always been this. If we had just cast him properly, he'd be great. This guy would play a really good serial killer. Like, cast this guy as a psychopath, he would be one of the greatest actors of all time. Dennis Hopper would be completely blown the fuck out. There would be Dennis Hopper who? No, we need a psycho, we get Paul Rudd. It's just the energy he puts out there, and they should really captivate on it. I think it's too late now, because they've already, like, like a movie'd him now like straight up said we own you and we're gonna use you for propaganda pieces during uh you know fake pandemics. You know, they're finally cashing in, they're like, Okay, now it's time to like yeah, suck no, corporate this, dick. Yeah. You know, this now he has exactly, to pay what he owes. This is exactly what I'm yeah, yeah. It's the payback of like some motherfucker. No one was gonna accept you into their households as a you know, leading man, the thirty million a movie kind of deals. No way. You're, are you trying this to tell me like, this guy isn't the the uh the mirror? opposite of of chris pratt i mean another person that was shoved down our throats relentlessly like we 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 all pandered to understand like a certain level from this how sick in hollywood is what we'll actually accept from them the amount of shit we have to put up with gonna have to give me something you can't just give me paul fucking rudd i mean you guys can surely do better than this you guys rule the fucking world and you the best you can do to pander to us is paul rudd this is i mean let's just do it man yeah let's just go let's just go let's just rip the band-aid yo what up dogs paul rudd here actor and certified young person a few days ago i was talking on the iphone with my homie governor cuomo and he's just going off about how us millennials need to wear masks because get this apparently a lot of COVID. COVID is transmitted by us millennials. No cap. So Qualms asked me, he's like, Paul, you gotta help. What are you, like 26? And I didn't correct him. So fam, let's real talk. Masks? They're totally beast. So slide that into your DMs and twitch it. Vibe check. Yes, queens like ourselves. We want to go to bars. We want to drink, hook up, do our TikToks. I get it. I'm not going to preach at you like some celebrity. Ugh. This is a combo where I talk and you shut up and wear your mask. Hello? Oh, hi, Billie Eilish. What's that? 
You're wearing your mask? Man, I want to stand you. You're so my bae. Yo, listen, hype beasts. Masks protect you and your dank squad. Because caring about other people is the new not caring about a... La, 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 rock and roll. Now that's thick. Masks. You want a challenge? How about a stop the pandemic challenge? What about that? What about a save grandma challenge? That fun enough for you? My name is Paul, and I'm six feet tall almost. And I wear my mask, and it's all I ask that you wear your mask. Please wear your mask. Just wear a mask. Just wear a mask. It's easy. It's simple. Please. It's not hard. People are dying. Hundreds of thousands of people are dying, and it's preventable. It's preventable. Just wear a mask. I shouldn't have to make it fun. It's science. It's it's science. No. Okay. Uh, okay. Hey. Okay. And at the end, he—I forget—he says something really bad here. You gotta yeet this virus. Oi. That's it. That's that's it right there. That's that's the fucking money shot. It's like it's a never-ending row of twin towers too. Just like just- I said this when I when we were muted, uh, but I, I'll water it down a little bit. Does this not remind you guys of the Crystal Knocked? You know, this is reminiscent of just six million or possibly many more memes just crying out in pain as they are slowly executed. Like all of these jokes are dead now, or memes or whatever. I don't get what I, mean, I got. I get that I was just to get to repeating five times in a row. Just wear a mask. Just wear a mask. Just, you know, basically that's when you repeat it. It's just that's the best form of mind control they have is just to repeat shit over and over. Like this, I had to sit through a minute thirty of that to get to that. For him to just yell at you to do what he wants. I, I, you know, I was unsure about wearing a mask, but now I'm definitely not wearing one, you prick. Like, how? I mean, it's so far past hack that you can't even, like, re-call it hack anymore to, like, the old white guy just doing a lame rap impression. Like, there's so far past the point of it's not even funny anymore that you would... I don't understand why they would... <laughs> I, I get it. It's so bad that they push it, but... Yeah, there's a... It's fucking It's unacceptable. Yeah. No, it's, it's just so beyond the pale. This is nonmity. This removes joy from people's lives. It's the opposite of, of comedy. It, it reminds me, though, of when, watch, when watching this, there's a Bill Hicks bit, an, old, an older comedian from like the or late 80s, early 90s. And yeah, very, very familiar. I love Bill Hicks. He's so good. But there is a bit where he has where uh, Vanilla Ice, you know, come and suck uh, Satan's pecker. You know, just that whole bit. That's what this reminded me of. It's like he knocked, they knocked on the desk, send in Paul Rudd to suck Satan's dick. And that's what he's doing right here. He's performing fellatio on the Illuminati or the, the fucking Majestic 12 or whatever they're calling themselves these days. And Rudd. It's like, okay. Paul Rudd. Surely okay. we, we deserve better than this. This is the best. You could fuck fuck off. Uh, but I wanted to share this because I saw this trending right as we were watching this, and I felt myself filled with venom. Climate change will displace millions in America. Where will they go? Climate change. They're showing you fire. They're showing you literal fire and, and calling it climate change. Well, it's hotter outside, so there's more fires. Get fucked. We'll get into that a little bit later, but I just, I saw that, and, I, and you motherfuckers have the gall to sit there and show us flames and go, oh, this is climate. Like, uh, it, it's apocalypse. It's apocalypse. It's, it's uh, being fucking evicted. It's lockdown. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's doom and fucking gloom, man. These, we, these... Talk, we talked about this earlier. Like, we know where this shit is going right now. Yeah, fuck it. 
I, I got like, here's it's time to get ready. I, well, I, if ever there was a time to get ready, no, you're I was, not ready. I was ranting about Gavin Newsom at work, right? Because that's what fucking rational people do. I need to shut my mouth. <laughs> and then there was when when it, there was a gathering. I'm I'm talking about 15 people. I, I apparently I have that energy. I just I'm like fuck. This isn't my stream. I can't go on about this shit. But I noticed like 10 to 15 people started and they're like all nodding their heads. And I'm like, no, 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 we can't do this here, guys. Like, <laughs> no, we can't do this here. Meet me He's down hated. by the docks. He's hated on every level. I'm not from your city, so I don't claim to know anything even about your state because like I've, I've learned talking to you that it's just it, it's a little more diverse than I even thought. Oh, yeah. It, that's the funny thing is I think if you visit this place, the, we're like a mixture. I, I was trying to pinpoint it uh, to a friend of mine when he was day. Like, are, we're like part hillbilly, part surfer, part wigger, and then part <laughs> like mountain man. It, it's just like a weird combination because you have uh, this culmination of like uh, the Oregon culture and Southern Californian culture and then just a bunch of hippies who live in the mountains and then a lot of them listen to hip hop. It's like a weird fucking genre of person that oddly enough isn't a stereotype and I'm kind of happy it isn't because it's a pleasant surprise for most when they when they're like, "Oh, this is way different." I mean, I don't know if I I still don't know if I like it, but at least it's different. Yeah, the state kind of gets overridden with LA, San Francisco, like the the program masses of your state are like the most typically simulated hated person, like detestable people, right? Yeah, yeah. Like everyone in politics is is hated by almost everybody here and the the local politicians aren't much better but they're a little bit more uh, a little bit more based i i probably shouldn't get into specifics but right when the fire started and their quality got bad you know how there was a uh, an ordinance i think statewide maybe nationwide that you have to serve outside like you can't eat inside and then the fire started and everyone collectively across the county said fuck this back to normal operations like almost overnight I don't know if there's like an official statement, but all of a sudden, all the businesses said, we're not, we're not doing this anymore. You've now, you've uh, inconvenienced us to the point. We tried to play ball, but now you're expecting us to force our customers outside in, into the fucking smoke to eat. Just disgraceful. And I I was never so proud of, of my, uh, can be quite honest with you. I really wish we would have had this from the get go. Yeah. A lot more people. As soon as they started talking about like mandated lockdown, actual legislation pushed through that's a full sob no uh, that's not going to be happening we can't have that happen because then there's no going back there's no going back yeah we've talked we've talked about this a couple of times once you've already gone through a couple of those thresholds where there that power isn't relinquished once it's given yeah you know the patriot act is a great is is a great example uh once the toothpaste is out of the uh, tube there's no putting it back in you know i 100 agree I, like i kind of was reminded of it i did a i did a 9-11 uh when i say a recap I would say, like, we just just reminisced a little bit about what that kind of day meant. You know, it's been a long fucking time. I, I just got to ask, did you happen to see Patrick Little on the 9-11 kill stream? I have no idea who right. Patrick Little is. Oh, dude, we are going to have to talk about Patrick Little. He is. I'm, <laughs> I'm so sure he's a Fed, and if he's not a Fed, he's doing the Fed's work for them. It's amazing. This guy is such an interesting character. I can't get enough of him. I think I've heard the name, but I, I couldn't, couldn't place him. Yeah, so to give you a, a, a brief summary, because I I, it probably take me to go through the ins and outs, but he, he had appeared on the kill stream uh, alongside Ryan Dawson to talk about 9/11. And throughout the duration of his uh, appearance, he's fed posted like the highest degree uh, to the point of t- reminding everybody who the enemy is. And uh, he, he said something to the effect of, "Do you have any towers that need to be knocked down?" or something like that. 
Like he he's he was posted pretty hard. The uh, the awkwardness that stemmed from that situation probably more funny, more entertaining than the parents itself. But he's an interesting character. And no, we will never have Patrick Little on this show because that is an optics disaster. That's the thing about Patrick Little is he's not necessarily wrong in a lot of the things he's saying, but he just approaches it in the most obnoxious, over the top way that an average person who's going to see it is is not going to be able to identify with. It, he has the fucking worst optics of any person I've ever seen. It's kind of yeah. Just to be clear, we would have neither. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I think he replied to a tweet of mine once, and I think I said to him like, "Thanks, asshole." If I'm not, if I wasn't on a list before now. I definitely am or something like that an unintentional fucking uh, honeypot you know like I said even if he's not a fed he's absolutely being followed you know like they're looking at who's talking to this guy absolutely especially especially after the fucking kill stream I'm I'm just not uh, just not I've never been a fan of playing anything about 9-11 it's not like the sanctity of like I don't care about that it's like the seriousness of like after the, the after effects of what we have to go through now with the lockdown is like why I care. Yeah. Of downplaying anything about it. That's perfect that you brought this story up too. Yeah. Well, I was looking for that segue. <laughs> I sent that to you. I'm like, I kept that having like the Ace Ventura line of like most all time bonehead plays. It's like, it's like a dumbass headline. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was people actually loved Muslims more after 11. Uh, <laughs> that, that's damn near what he was trying to assert. No, um, even as somebody that that is a bit uh, what's skeptical of a lot of the claims that I see out there in the media, there was smoke where there was fire. There was a growing anti-Muslim sentiment within America, even where I live, even on the uh, the West Coast. We had uh, people that were trust Muslims after 9-11. They said, no, we had more than a thousand Americans die. This is serious business. They took it very seriously. Like Americans, especially here, they fucking love America. They hear about an American dying, they take it very, very seriously, especially when it's in the four digits. I think we know we're not going to go through it because everyone should know that they push an official story that's obviously we know what actually happened we don't have rehabs 9-11 but the official story that they pushed out is gonna make an anti-muslim rhetoric and like it, mm-hmm. it went to like every level of like spying and infiltrating and fbi plots to get into mosques and the people that actually commit terrorist acts so they could then arrest them this was an obvious and you know just pushed in your face anti-muslim shit yeah. There's no way to say Paul Krugman says eh, it wasn't that bad for Muslims after 9-11. Yeah, well, it wasn't that bad. I mean, I will say that even I noticed uh, that a lot of the movies I was watching that were created in Hollywood at that time, probably by design so they can complain about how Hollywood movies are having an anti-Muslim undertone or whatever, but a lot of those action movies had nothing but Middle Eastern antagonists for several years. They, The monster of the week was no longer the rush is now the not to say that I agree with them necessarily, but they were uh, the fall guy, so to speak. Yeah, they perf- they perfectly set it up, and like you still have these people holding water twenty years later. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, Paul. I don't know who Paul Krugman is, but uh, yeah, he's not someone that should get insert his name into nine eleven shit. I, I think he's just a New York Times writer, but on a different. I don't think it's political. I see. So this is what he said on uh, Twitter. So it's nine eleven. Hard to remember now how large the terrorist attack loomed in on our nation's psyche. After all, in the death toll, COVID nineteen is already the equivalent of sixty. 9-11s. I've heard that the numbers were under 10,000, but uh, a few thoughts. Overall, Americans took 9-11 pretty calmly. Notably, there wasn't a mass outbreak of anti-Muslim sentiment and violence, uh, which could all too easily have happened. And and while George W. Bush was a terrible president, too, 
his credit, to his credit, he tried to calm prejudice and not to fit. And it, he goes on, but that's the important part there. Um, yeah, you know why he man. used the word mass outbreak is because he's co- trying to draw a line between uh, the anti-Muslim rhetoric and the anti-mask rhetoric. He's trying to basically things. Yeah, it, it's just that I don't even understand why you put this tweet out, right? To say Trump is bad because yeah, the of the first ma- part, anti-mask stuff. I get it, but like the first part is just so over the top. Sixty-nine eleven. It's, it, it's not sixty-nine eleven. Just there's one nine eleven. That's totally different scenario. What, what kind say of sixty? They had sixty of them. The numbers aren't up to that par. Like it's not pro- it's not a provable statistic, and it's not a fucking mapping incident. You know? Well, according to the CDC, and these numbers have Our been disputed. Way. The numbers are under ten thousand, and as sad as ten thousand people dying, most of them had compromised immune systems and were older. But as sad as ten thousand uh, ten thousand people dying from a virus, it's sad. But to overreact to the point of ruining the livelihoods of of hundreds of millions of Americans, that might not only much more distress, but possibly more deaths in the long run. They didn't weigh this out properly. If, I, if they even cared to weigh it out at all. I remember, like, very early on in this, they pushed uh, they, 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 they pushed it on us that it was going to be a mass event, that it was going to be like a 70, 75% of people be infected. Mm-hmm. If you follow the events from last year, it was a large scale. They were preparing for this thing to get every, everybody to believe that they were going to get sick, so they would have to accept this vaccine. We understand what they want. Yeah. Where are our videos, you know? Where are our videos? videos of emergency rooms overflowing and uh, falling dead in the streets like we saw in Wuhan. Uh, Isn't it weird that all of that shit just disappeared? We didn't, in our nation, in a first world country where every homeless person has a smartphone that can record in high definition, we got no videos of of crazy, like, just mass casualties in the streets like they had in Wuhan. It's weird. Like 5G We have the means, yeah. Over the top videos that we had coming from Wuhan were like some next level conspiracy shit, you know? It looked like it was straight out of a horror movie. And we forget they make movies too. Uh, The Chinese are very, very good at making propaganda with the help of Google and YouTube uh, and all of the tech giants that are willing to help them. Uh, It's stunning, but we can't really beat ourselves up or double down continuously when we know that how good they are at propaganda. They they played us. They got us good. We just have to admit it. Sometimes it's not hard to. It's not that hard to uh, to admit that you were wrong. Well, yeah, they were going to push this regardless of how anyone reacted. They got it. They got the jump on everybody. They just pushed it down your throat and immediately on the defensive. They shut your work down, and you literally couldn't go to work. Most people, large amount of people. I, I don't like saying everybody because remind me that they were able to work. And think about the there's a large amount of people that you couldn't. Yeah, and think about the small percentage of of like laborers that are uh, self employed. You know, the small percentage. By the way, at the beginning of the century, more than ninety percent of America the century at the uh, beginning of the nineteen hundreds, ninety percent of Americans were self employed, and now it is below two percent. It's something to keep in mind. Uh, so what do you think? I'm thinking we should do the intermission and then probably talk about Trump and his uh, Nobel Peace Prize, police attacks, and then wildfire. Sound good? Uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about his uh, little ceremony today, too. Oh, yeah. No, we definitely have that. We can <laughs> take a look at that real quick if you would like. I do it quick? Yeah, let's do it real quick. And then we'll do the rest of it. All right. Netanyahu presents Trump the ceremony, the kingdom, the keys of the kingdom. 
other way around. Is President Trump presents ceremonial key to White House to Israeli Prime Minister. Okay, so it's the other way around. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu ahead of signing the historic normalization agreements between Israel and the United Arab Emirates and Bahrain. This motherfucker literally gave him the keys. This was a special token of affection given by myself and the first lady, Prime Minister and the first lady of Israel. And it's a uh, key. Uh, We call it a key to the White House. And it's a key to our country and to our hearts. And you've been uh, an amazing leader for a long period of time. And this is this is in many respects the big day because this is something that's very special. Uh, We just left UAE and Bahrain. We're going to meet outside in a ceremony. And it's just a very important event and it's an honor to have you with us we thank you very much thank you mr president and i'd like to take a moment before i'm gonna let mr netanyahu speak here but uh trump has done so much for all of the people who've been devastated by all of the natural disasters not just the fires on the on the west coast but uh all of the various hurricane floods you know i remember him giving uh obama shit whenever there was a natural disaster and Obama had an impotent response, but uh, Trump really came in, really, really just showed that he was the leader we all thought he was. You know, the type of guy that says, oh, actually, Gavin Newsom, that's all your fault. Oh, Cuomo, that's all your fault. Oh, that's all your fault. He just really has gone the extra mile to, to help regular Americans and just not even playing politics, you know, handing the keys of the kingdom to Benjamin Netanyahu while the rest of us literally fucking burn. It's not something you have to really overcome commentator over state it's right there it's a, direct, it's a direct one right in your lap like they this is they have to lob one just straight over the plate time so it's like it's there documented in your face you can't avoid that they told you, you don't have to dig and research through a bunch of bullshit just handed the prime minister of israel the literal key what is supposed to be where our president stated president's home but russia hacked the election david they, they sat there with their turbo hackers and they got Trump elected. Choice, man. Oh, let him finish. This is true. This is, uh, you have yeah. the key to the hearts of the people of Israel because of all, of all the great things we've done for the Jewish state and the Jewish people. So thank you. You know, this wouldn't, thank you very much. a lot of people say, well, you know, what, what if Hillary was elected? Things would be so much worse. You know, you're right. This wouldn't be possible if, if Trump wasn't around. You know, Hillary would have never given the keys of the kingdom to, to Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, right? I mean, what what if Hillary fucking won? The, the, the streets would be literally on fire. People gunning each other down in the streets with, with what appears to be complete immunity. Oh, thank God Trump won, right? It would just be another... They just present it to you a different way. It's just a it's just a different presentation with Trump where he can literally just have the guy next to him and hand him the fucking key. Where like you might get more cloak and dagger if it's a Democratic candidate or they have to serve you up a different bill, but it's still one of two choices. Yep. It ends up being just the one choice. Just but, the one But the way we hand. stop all of them is by getting uh Joe Biden in office, a guy with literal dementia and a proclivity for children. And we like really quickly uh touched on the Tim Kennedy thing and got off of it, but it was basically Rogan goes on Tim Kennedy's podcast, dropped instead of doing it on his podcast, he says to him, I would have the debate between Trump and Biden mm-hmm. for uh, four hours. I don't think we ended it because that's right where we kind of got cut off. Right. Yeah. Just to put a bow on that. Yeah. And let's be let's Trump, be clear. Trump accepts, Trump accepts that online. No fucking way Biden shows up. No way he agrees. Of course, 
like, no one in this chat, no one ever, and we always talk about this, has ever heard a human being, just a human, talk about Joe Biden. Yeah, like, I used to say, like, you've never heard anyone say, oh, yeah, I'd vote for him. I don't think I've ever heard anyone just other than just maybe a mock or like something quick about what he did. No one's ever just talked about him. There are people openly in public talking about, you know what, if he gets elected. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even want to say it on stream. I'm being one of, like, people are talking about it openly as if it's just fact. These people want him, and it's, it, it spreads across ideology. It's not even a right-left thing. I've heard that sentiment from both sides. They're ready to fucking kill this guy. Yeah, it's it, it's like a it's a sleeper thing. I think I saw something right before we came on that they just they called it the Harris campaign instead of the Biden campaign mm-hmm. tonight. Biden's I saw that right before, right before we went on. I think I uh, saw that, but it's just it's just all the same played out political realm shit that we're gonna get sucked in as we go down that hole. So uh, arson fires or whatever it is, they've tried to push some kind of story every day, on. and it's just like, what will you accept or won't you? Yeah, it's been uh, keeping up the pressure really so uh it's been a heavy fucking uh, assortment of months even though it's only felt it's only been like a, less than a dozen it still felt twice that much and we also had uh 10 bucks from just k today's was there one uh no message attached but uh thank you thanks jessica and from there let's get to the rest of the uh the topics tonight so yeah we we all right, we're, I'm, I, I say a couple of comments about glitching. Um, we had that issue earlier. We think it's a YouTube thing. So we'll just kind of, we'll, we'll just try to press through with the topics. And if we can't, I mean, we've already restarted once. So we can only kind of yeah. try to give it one final push. And if it doesn't happen, then we just, we'll do an extra stream probably tomorrow or the next night. Yeah, yeah. We could always go through these a little bit more um, because there is a lot to pull from. Uh, but yeah, so we saw Netanyahu granted the keys of the kingdom. Uh, so Trump, not nominated for the peace prize bring up this uh topic here yeah here we are from the jerusalem post trump nominated for nobel peace prize for second time after serbia kosovo this that's what all of this is really about all of his placating to uh to israel I, well showing his loyalty of course but uh he really wants to be remembered in the history books as a person who helped solve the middle eastern conflict yeah. one might say that's the uh probably the intention behind his higher pres- uh, presidency it seems to be the thing he's cared most about out of everything. Joint statement of the United States, the Kingdom of Bahrain and the State of Israel. This is shared it to Twitter on September 11th, oddly enough. Yeah, and it's just uh, the main chunk of this. You don't have to worry about them actually wanting peace or having to come on. It's just an under power control of Zion. It, it, it's just all out right in front of you on a mass scale right in front of your face hand him the keys you know put him up for a peace prize say he's the best friend to israel he's he's gave him their uh you know their capital back he's given them this they just want him in this four years whatever happens be down in history as the one that did everything for the J. yeah for god's chosen people because he really cares about uh you know american values you know and that fence that's going up all of those critics about the wall well guess what folks we got a fence blown the fuck out all every last one of you we got a fence a fence yeah it's not that great but you know it'll it's a barrier or border or whatever infuriate so yeah or or, or that he or that he plays as a as a christian sometimes you know it depends on the situation really someone was showing me or i was watching a, a guy stream the other night and uh he put up a clip of that old uh Back to the Future, Biff Tannen. So that's like a, a play on Trump. Mm. Remember that? Sounds vaguely familiar. 
It was like a casino in the Back to the Future movie of like an over-the-top casino magnate Trump-type guy. It's just a weird kind of thing that he dropped. But it has nothing to do with this. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, reference. I'm unfamiliar. Uh, but it says here, U.S. President Donald Trump has received a second nomination for the 2021 Nobel Peace Prize for helping secure a deal to normalize economic relations between Serbia and Kosovo. So, to me, he saw that the other guy, I forget who it was, but it was a guy who helped end a war. He has his eyes on that prize, that Nobel Peace Prize, rubbing his hands, going, I, it's mine. It's, it's as good as mine. All I have to do is shill for Israel a little more. The deal included Kosovo's recognition of Israel and Serbia's agreement to move its embassy to Oh, man. Big, big deal over here. Really making the world a better place. It's a very dumb idea of, like, giving a president this prestigious prize, which has lowered its standards over the year. Like, Mm -hmm. give a peace prize to Obama, who's the, you know, the great messiah, the baby in the manger that was going to be president in his whole life that ushered us from two to seven wars. Yeah, and not to mention all the drone strikes. But you give him the peace prize to, that's like an inverted reality. Like, it's the opposite of what actual peace would be. I really hope they get it to give it to Greta instead. Trump just extends this and like all their smiling and laughing in your face, handing Netanyahu a literal key to the White House. They're unlocking everything that you have, like every every main tech port right now is coming out of Israel. Every piece that's coming down for the CV, every piece of that, every immunity, immunity passport or biotech firm, it's all through Israel. That's all through their tech. Yeah, in fact, we have another uh, article from the Times of Israel. Israel, quote, well-positioned to benefit as coronavirus fast-forwards tech revolution. So as as you're saying, they stand to gain from everything. And uh, nobody, of course, pushing against it because that is, of course, anti-Semitic. You can't speak against this great nation that committed human atrocity after human atrocity because a human atrocity was uh, committed against them. So you can't even criticize them or their politics or the way that they're doing to other people the very thing that they've complained about happening to uh, their ancestors. It's it's frustrating to say the least. And it's, it's, the, it's the creation of Adam image that they use for this too. The famous picture of God his finger down. Well, it's dangerous it's, because, you know, the AIs the, always seem to be a little woke on this particular issue. Yeah, it, but it's just so you know that they're in the position of power when it comes to the tech system. I, I think people really have to wrap their heads around that idea because a lot of people get confused of like, oh, it's the U.S. that has this power, or this country, or China has this amazing but tech comes out of Israel. Yeah, and a lot of backdoors exist because of uh, a certain Robert Maxwell, um, and, and they like they have the keys of the kingdom literally given to them, and quite quite literally and figuratively, metaphorically, in every sense of the word. Have you seen a picture of Ghislaine Maxwell in jail? I I still haven't. Is there one? I don't think so. I don't no. think something like that exists. No, that story just uh, like du- like dust into the wind. Do you ever see a picture of like Jeffrey Epstein get arrested or like anything like that? You know, funny funny you mentioned. I have not. I just read the laughable story that he fucking uh, hung himself with a with a paper bed. Because I've heard a bunch of shit, but I've like never seen any of this. You would think with everybody having invested interest in this, it being a nationwide story, that they would at the very least show us his corpse, show us uh, arrest records and mug shots. Instead, all of it swept up. And then meanwhile, half the country is on fire and everybody's gunning each other in the streets, gunning down everyone in the streets and uh, complaining about the police and no one gives a shit about them. 
Epstein anymore. Hey, but maybe, maybe Ghislaine could be a Skype and interview for the Der Show. You think so? You think he's going to finally pull his resources together, <laughs> call in Mike Cernovich, and they could do a victory lap? <laughs> I can see it happening. Oh I, I, like, it's just so funny to me that I don't think she's actually in there. Like, yeah, I, don't I don't think know. she is either. If, if she's in a jail, it's a Martha Stewart resort. It's just so over the top that, like, I want to get one in it. I want to even give you that. Just to, just to really rub it in. Uh, she don't know. Thanks for pulling this up. Yep, Chicago Orthodox Jews take up volunteer contract tracing tailored to the community. With no data being collected by religious factions, Manya uh, Treese launches project to educate and educate emphasis and to uh, keep track of virus transmission while maintaining discretion. Oh, they're being discreet about it. That's good. It's a beautiful image right there. It says says a whole lot. <laughs> oh man, I thought that was a thick Shapiro. The first time I looked at it, kind of like it's just. He has a look. <laughs> yeah, that's a, he has a look. He has a certain look to him. Uh, I mean, again, it's just it's just right there. Oh yeah, you guys don't want to take care of that contact tracing app? Well, do, I mean, we can take we, care of that for you. We can do it for you. <laughs> no problem. We got the infrastructure. Uh, in, and, Chica- in Chicago. Yeah, in Chicago, no less. Uh, in the infrastructure yeah, this, of Chicago. This, this, was, this was your story. Yeah. I, I've been hearing about this, and I've heard uh, maybe 20 different uh, pieces to this story. Like, I've heard a Netflix employee to the, you know, the creator of Netflix. Like, I've yeah. heard that many realms of different things going on. So, like, I don't know where that, I don't know, I haven't really looked. Yeah, I haven't looked at it very closely, but I did see uh, somebody had asked me, did you hear the Netflix uh, executive CEO got taken to, no, I don't think, I think he's just a, a random star. Um, I could bring up his Wikipedia page, but he was some sort of correspondent for Ellen DeGeneres. I know, shocker. And he considered himself, quote, a good role model for kids. So uh, FBI raids home of Netflix star and Biden surrogate for allegedly soliciting sex from minors, uh, according to the Daily Wire. Now, uh, to those who aren't aware, I, and I'm envious of those who are unaware, but there is a an infamous Netflix release for a uh, a film called Cuties. And in this film, the narrative that has been driven by the, by uh, skeptics of the skeptics is that uh, they only sexualize the children in the posters in order to you know help generate hype for the for the fucking film. And all of you are buying into. If you're outraged about this, you're helping promote them. How dare you? You, you don't care about kids. They try to twist it on you. Uh, well, it turns out that the film that a lot of these people like uh, Dick Masterson, Vito, and a lot of the people on that side of the internet. Uh, they've been defending a film, telling all of us, we ha- we didn't care to watch it. You need to watch it before you criticize it. Uh, there are very, very lewd shots of children's private areas consistently, and it's not a necessity. Uh, uh, it doesn't necessitate anything in the plot. It's done there for because some sicko was filming this. They filmed 680, I think, girls for this film. Right. And then they're going to look us dead in the eye and go, well, we're actually trying to bring awareness against this very thing that we're perpetuating in this documentary. It's It's been absolute shit. So everyone's been pissed. Netflix has lost like I think it's nine billion dollars in, in stock value. Like the, the company is plummeting. I think they popped. I think they popped back up today. Oh, did they? That's that's disappointing. Well, they sh- for yeah. a brief period uh, saw a nine billion loss in revenue. So maybe they got some of their money back, but uh, people spoke with their wallets, and as a consequence to that, uh, well, there seems to be a little bit of investigation going on behind the scenes at Netflix. 
Uh, Jerry like, Harris. I think I think this is I think this is where you get minimal reports. Like you're talking about Netflix, you're talking about the biggest movie streaming carrier, right? That's what yeah. they are. Biggest show and then streaming service. YouTube would be the biggest video streaming service, but like Netflix for movies and shows. I feel like that world is going to be completely filled, with disgusting, horrible uh, pedophile. There's no way around it. Just what this world is. Yeah, uh, it, it just seems to always when you happen. Get one, you get one story every years, three years. Netflix, but like, per, like specifically from Netflix, that's why you know that that's a bullshit. You should be getting one a week, one every two weeks. Like prevalent it would be if it was reality. Yeah, no. What this guy is is a scapegoat in order to satiate the masses' bloodlust. If I were to be just straightforward, um, Jerry Harris. So let's go ahead and uh, drop the Google, and we'll check out. Uh, Oh, here he is. Check out his Wikipedia page. Uh, American television personality. Uh, national recognition after appearing in the Netflix docuseries Cheer. Okay. And then he uh, worked for Ellen DeGeneres being a, uh, a flamboyant gay uh, personality. Yeah, that sounds right. They, they're they keeping that name around for... Uh, they're keeping Ellen around. Yeah, she made an appearance keeps... recently uh, after her uh, recent controversy. Her name just keeps getting regenerated. So that's something to keep an eye on when they keep dropping it in like that. Something probably to keep an eye on there. I wonder how deep the rabbit hole goes. It's I mean... Your champion chat. I just... Just take it down to the most disgusting debauchery you could possibly see and like leave it there. You know, probably been through that research or been probably been down that road, right? Like, well, this you know is the new normal, there. you know. This is the new normal. This is what Fauci had in mind, as if he had in store for all of us. So, I suppose we should just be thankful. That, uh, I don't know, I can't even be sarcastic. Fuck this like guy this. and fuck Netflix <laughs> and fuck the Jens. Like, who's watching a cheer documentary? It's only made for a specific reason. You don't understand. Like, you're probably not someone that looks into these kind of things anyways, right? Yeah. Like, There's no reason to follow a cheer team around. Young, gay cheerleader. Yep. They were just hooking <laughs> this guy up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, it's just it's just all money that's thrown at a thing. You make these pet projects that no one watches. No one's watching. That's not getting like a, a millions of dollars they put in to make that. Like They're not getting anything back from it. It's just for somebody. Well, this, this will help sell some Netflix subscriptions. Netflix subscriptions. You know, the Stone Toss uh, comic. That's what it reminds me of. Which, speaking of which, I didn't have this prepared either, but uh, that it's kind of a joke, like an inside joke on this side of the internet, uh, that companies will push out woke politics to push out the woke politics and not to sell their product. Like that, that Stone Toss comic where they're like, all right, we'll have Ronald McDonald and uh, Burger King make out. And then they go, this will sell some cheeseburgers in the last panel of cheeseburgers. And what's what's real ir- ironic is uh, they actually put that ad out there just a few days ago. Ronald McDonald and the fucking the Burger King French kissing. Stone Toss was right all along. That's just commercials, right? They explain uh, those probably in the future pretty soon. We'll have to explain what, what some of those are. Oh, no. It's going to be you much more cringy than the shit we had in the 80s, man. So like all you have now is like kind of ads, like a Paul ad state sponsored two minute ran fucking drilled in your head. Wear a mask. Yep. That's the future you, of humankind. It's pretty much what you, that's your two options. This is on you, man. This is on your fucking state. Like I sent this to you like ill intention. They're like, what's, what's going on out there, man? You need to go on a, a, a suicide mission. You need to go on some kind of, you know, great epic mission to take down this guy. Is this your calling? Well, as the saying goes, if you want a vision of the future, imagine watching Paul Rudd shove mask hysteria down your throat. 
forever. Ugh, gruesome. I'm not even from there, and I, I have can't have your level of hate for him, but I'm a, I'm the, I'm close, man. Oh, he's such a prick. He's like almost an absolute villain. You know, like he's a perfect. He, like he's nothing, right? Like he's not a. It's like it's like a character we understand, but it's like a perfect villain bad character. Yeah, it, it, there's no way anyone actually voted for this guy. Period. He's, he's like a he comes off Bay like a psycho. Movie. Like a yeah. Michael Bay movie fucking villain that's just like apocalyptic fires are burning up. It's just throwing in pedophile legislations and shit. You're just like, what the fuck is going on in that state? Yeah, well, there's a great image he shared. Like, he brought his own press to the event and then did not notify any of the local press because he knows that everyone here really dislikes him. So he brought it. He, I think he just brought the San Francisco Chronicle or maybe it was the Sacramento Bee. I can't remember. But he did not allow anyone else to be there. And then he took all of these weird, yeah, he took all these weird photo ops, like him sitting at a table, like signing papers, like, oh, you know, posing for the, with a fucking expression, like a thought, like he's being thoughtful. And he's not, first of all, he should be wearing a mask because he's in the the middle of a fucking inferno. Those toxic fumes will give you fucking cancer, you moron. But it's settled science. I don't know what I'm talking about. I just need to listen to him. Whatever he says is true. He's an expert, right? The experts rule everything. You're not allowed to, to criticize people if they're in charge. If somebody put them into power, we're not allowed to criticize them. Oh, oh okay, only if they're only if they're uh, left wing. Otherwise, we criticize them une- unequivocally. Just it, the lack of fucking awareness in some of these people boggles. Me. I think it's a ninety-nine percent expertise, though. I mean, at least they. You know, it's not a full hundred percent. Well, he 100% signed a uh, controversial new bill. SB 145 allows the judge to decide who must register as a sex offender in all statutory rape cases. Again, Scott Wiener tries to fuck us again. Well, he successfully does fuck us because this is at least the third thing he has put forth. The first one being the the, uh, decriminalization of the intentional uh, transmission of HIV. The second one was to uh, make it so that way uh, older people can groom younger kids like underage kids and it wouldn't be seen as uh, a, a fucking sex offense I, I don't know the details because it's one of those things that irritated me so much I didn't want to read all of it and then now it's we a have a new drop. one so it's a straight drop it's a straight drop too because it not this article specifically but if you look this up every article is inner with the word wiener is a sex offense yeah that's basically that's your headline that you're getting on it like three articles it's written for you yeah every fucking sorry i think we're both passionate about this i see it's a play on words and it's uh it's a drop of like word and a, a person who is in politics is supposed to serve their community not their own interests that's supposed to be the unspoken rule right you're supposed to serve the public and put your own interests behind you what this person has done almost exclusively is to make it easier for gay people to prey on kids. Law after law. It's not just one law. This seems to be the person's entire career in politics. It's so fucking disgusting, man. Like, I don't understand how anybody could allow this to go on. I don't understand how anybody who had this put on their fucking desk had had any reaction except to crumple it up and throw it in the trash. And these these fucking sellout cocksucker pieces of shit fucking signed it. Meanwhile, lecturing the victims that have had everything taken from from them lecturing them telling them you you lost everything you had your your fucking town burned to the ground because you didn't believe in science enough and then he, he this is what he signs this is what he does to help us folks this is democracy remember this is what we voted for right unfucking believable good when they and when they come in with you didn't take our science like that they they say it like it's our science they've done anything 
scientifically. For one, no one in politics knows anything about it. It's just characters put out there for you to argue. The global warming thing, it does not matter at the point of where the fires are at going across the entire West Coast, but specifically in California for the last two, three years. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not a it's not an argument you want to hear when your house is gone. Don't. It doesn't matter. Never matter. Nope. It's, it's all been an illusion. Not. Even if you believed in that myth, that the thing that you were sold on years ago, they came out with that thing. Would it matter to you? Like you're, you have nothing left. Like you're looking at charred ashes of your home. It's a kick. It's just a kick in the gut for you. Yeah. Just, just meant oh. to rile people up. Ironically enough, as <laughs> I got a little riled up a second ago, and I apologize for uh, losing my cool for a second. But this is your state. This is your state. This is my home. This dude's fucking neglecting. Straight point blank. This guy should be in in firefighters gear, running in there trying to help. And instead, he goes down and lectures everybody on how we didn't believe in his fucking cult enough, and so our town just had to go up in flames. And by the way, I do believe this is by design because this was left intentionally intentionally neglected for several years, decades. They allowed all of the dead wood, the dried out fucking uh, uh, brush, all of that. They allowed it to build up so they could watch it burn later and then blame the fucking population. After we already paid the money to clean it up, billions of dollars we paid these act- these assholes to pay to clean it up, and they didn't do it because they wanted it to burn. Yeah, like there's a, I mean, there's a obviously going discussion that goes around on a lot of shows where it's like, what do you think these fires are? Do you think their arsonists, obviously normal, just wildfires. People that go into direct energy weapons, you get people that go into controlled burns, you get weird videos of like some shit spitting napalm out at people. You don't even know what the fuck it is. It's just everything is so weird. There's so many different incidents, and I think you're pulling up the chart right now where it's like they say it's six of the top twenty. Yeah. Six of the top twenty fires just over the last year. All so of a sudden, how, all at once. I think how bad this year has been. It, it certainly has been a banger. At the chopper right there for you. That's how the year started with Kobe. That's you true. Massive, you got massive fires. You have a lockdown, complete lockdown, where they're going to keep ramping this fucking thing up to level 100. Till, I mean, like, where do we go? Where do you go if you are told that your city has a lockdown again? This is the first country that went on second lockdown. Yeah, and they're going to push that. They're going to go the third wave, the third wave, and they're going to scream. What we have is basically we're all trapped in a house, and there is a compulsive liar at the door going, no, you can't go outside, you'll die. And then people eventually are going, no, I'm going outside. And they just insist until their dying breath that we will all die if we go outside. And then we all go outside and everything's perfectly fucking fine. They're, they're stalling. That's what this comes off to me as. They're putting their fucking cards into place because they're stalling for time right now. And, and there's a couple of things we talked about why they would need to maybe stall till May, May, June of next year. It's like, because they have to, infrastructure is basically laid down. If you look at the apps that they have, because they've set up like tracking, community passports, data collection, shit they're allowed to collect on you, things, uh, documents they're allowed to grab, how they're how they can even just take you in on anything, basically. Like they've got you've got they've got you cornered. Yeah, and cornered. And nowhere to run on everything in an, in an election year, and they're putting every piece of divisional shit in, ramping Black Lives Matter and you know, straight. Just we'll show you a video one day of a black guy getting shot. We'll show you a fire that's just being spit out from a fucking. We don't know what it is. We'll show you it cop getting shot like they're just throwing everything on the table right now man they really are yeah and uh it's working like a charm i unfortunately 
But, you know, as far as Black Lives Matter goes, and I say this to black people in my life, you know, a black folk, I, I'll mention, do you think that we got along better as a society before Black Lives Matter? It seems like before people started wearing Black Lives Matter and, and having it all over TV and everything, it seemed that everyone believed Black Lives Matter. It's almost as if these insufferable pricks have made things worse for everybody. Like, almost like you didn't need to be told that life mattered. Right? It, Just treat it, other people how you expect to be treated. If you are a respectful person, most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, people will return your respect with respect. Crazy, I know. Like, we don't know what this video is. Just to answer your question, I don't know. I don't know as much as you guys. I'm sitting here. Somebody sent this to me a few years ago, or a few years ago, a few days ago. (laughs) Wouldn't wouldn't surprise me, honestly. Uh, A few days ago, uh, this was uploaded and posted to Twitter on September 11th. Uh, But there's no context to this. Some people are saying this was a controlled fire. I don't think it could be any more out of control. What, is somebody controlling the drone? (laughs) Yeah, like, it, like w- again, like, I've seen controlled fires, and, like, it, there's a level of control to them. It's managed out. There's not spitting a chemical while a flame is coming out of a flamethrower. It'll ignite that chemical that just trickles down on top of the trees. Like, you want to get the roots, you want to get the under. This would be unprofessional, to say the least. Yeah, it's over also impractical. Over, over a road as well. So it's very likely just some asshole with a drone, probably an arsonist, because that has been going on. I know the media has been saying, no, you can't say it's, it's not arson. We have no proof that it's arson, but there is uh, verifiable proof that there have been arsonists in the area lighting a lot of these fires. Yeah, like, like straight up video of like people catching an arson. I don't know if that's just dropped on us, like that's a video or a fake video, but like this is straight up videos of like someone catching someone in their backyard with matches and putting a gun on them down. Cops saying straight up like, okay, we're investigating an arson case that happened here. You see like the shooting the other night in uh, Lancaster? Uh, no, I missed that one. It's like this is this is what I mean that it's like every day it's just it's the story of the eight hour block. It's just a guy that ran out of the house with a knife at a cop got shot. They tried to have a mini protest that turned to a riot. Turns out like the next day, like eight people get arrested trying to charge up these riots, like not even from that state. So like it's just it's just a constant recycling that same bit over and over. Even when they shot the cops in LA, if you believe that the cops got shot or not, it doesn't matter. It just they told they shot two LA cops and then they literally protest at the emergency exit and let them die. You can't have it ramped up anymore. I'm sorry. Like there's nowhere else there's nowhere else to go. You're like my perspective of how I got into this to make videos and shit. Everything's playing out in a way that very scary. Like I'm not trying to alarm anybody. I'm just saying like just a year ago where your life was to like what it's kind of looking like right now. Do you make sure you're very prepared and very ready and just very aware of what's going on around you. Exactly. Take the, any of this lightly. Everything should be taken with a grain of salt, chat, because it, it seems if not, if they're not outright lying to you, they might just be mistaken. I mean, I do my best to be diligent, but I'm wrong sometimes too. But uh, that's the nature of the beast with inter- the way information is put out. You have to be really skeptical with everything you come across. Uh, just wouldn't, <clears throat> I wouldn't, for myself personally, like I want to make a jump from a job or like a extended stay from my family or anything like that. 
That's just all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, I, if let's put it this way, if anything happens and I don't, if I just disappear for a while and you message me on Twitter or Discord and I don't get back to you, something's up. It's basically, the de- I think that's the deal we have. Like, I'll message each other in like three days. Someone will be like, "Hey, what's up? You good? Yeah, good. Yep, still uh, around, still kicking. <laughs> yep, busy week. Uh, but I wanted to share this with you guys real quick before we get into the rest of these because uh, there are a few articles. Uh, to manage wildfire, California looks to what tribes have known all along. Now they were saying, of course, that, that drone footage that was a controlled fire. A controlled fire is something like this, where they bring all of the brush into an into an open area. They get a permit, whatever, and then they just burn the fuck out of, it. and it helps clear out a lot of the brush that would otherwise burn the trees to the ground. I've seen them where it's like uh, they're on four wheelers. So they've got like a flamethrower. Nothing spitting out from a drone. Yeah. I mean, it couldn't be less controlled that there's, it's so chaotic. First of all, drones control like shit most of the time, unless you have a good one. That did look like a good one. And second of all, just randomly using a flamethrower in the sky is not only impractical, but it's incredibly dangerous, not just because of the fire, but just any way that could go wrong. You've flown a drone? Uh, I have a tiny one that I use to uh, help my cat exercise, and it's awful. What? I hate controlling it. Yeah, so I have a cat. She's losing weight, but I have. It's like the size of a wallet. It's a tiny little drone, so I just like fly it right around. Uh, I don't know. Okay, so air. I don't, air I don't know. I don't. I don't. I've never heard of a uh, cat working out. I, I get her to chase it so she can get a little exercise. It's fucking funny. Yeah, it's really adorable. If I could manage take a video and control this thing, I'd probably try <laughs> to record it. But it's it's already difficult enough. It has boat controls from like old uh, like PlayStation One era fix. You know, like Resident Evil or something. It has fucking. Uh, it's it's awesome. Toggle like a to- like a toggle. Yeah, like you move one one stick uh-huh. moves you up and down, and the other one oh. moves you forward and to the right and left, like legacy controls for Halo. Like it's just it's all fucked up. I hate it. <laughs> I'm about to get a new one. I think everyone understands like those like primitive controls, like because we were like the generation that like we started in the video game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is before they got fluid chat. Uh, but uh, yeah, we got a few more here. California wildfire smoke ash prompts warning for Alameda County. Now I can say in my own experience, I uh, I can leave my house and it's just layers of ash. There's just you walk into ash. You could walk out there for five minutes. You come back smelling like you hanging out around a campfire. It's crazy. And they're uh, way more comfortable using apocalypse. Like they're really dropping that term into like a lot of a lot of themes. Like every picture you see is a yellow or red burnout atmosphere. That's yeah, every day, right? Crazy that's shit. every day. Those are just like normal people waking up taking pictures. That's not like a good image they get. That's everyday shit. Trying to think of one. Maybe I didn't grab it, but yeah, yeah, the mass mass casualty event that they were planning for in Oregon. Did you did you see that? I don't have the article in front of me, but they it's it says that Oregon is planning for a, quote, mass casualty event. Sounds like a, a lofty way of saying you're going to murder a bunch of people. And that that's how they would word it. And, and plus in Oregon, they also did it where it was like, well, we don't know if this is like uh, normal fires or if it's arson or if it's a weapon. We don't know what it is. Like they really did not want to tell the public what the fuck was going on in Oregon to the point where like they took videos down, articles down from Facebook that would mention arson. Yeah. They said like, if you put this up, like your account going down it's just that that's a state controlled you can't allow yeah. this article to go up with this information that's it, just that's just what it is it's fucking rich to see all of the people who think corporations are evil and the government is evil should also they should also be in charge of procuring our facts for us the very same people we're trying to like they 
they that are trying to rebel against. They're like, well, we also need them to protect us with their guns because we shouldn't have them. And also they should prepare our information for us. You know, a good example would be uh, there is a word that is a, a word I can't use, but it's a C actor, right? It means basically somebody that gets hired on to pretend to be a victim of, of shooting or whatever. And since the uh, shooting in Florida a couple of years ago, that word or that phrase cannot be used on YouTube. It will automatically flag you. Uh, so that's how seriously they took it because people were starting to ask questions like, why is David Hogg the son of an FBI agent that worked with <laughs> Robert Mueller? Like a lot of just real questionable shit. And Facebook and all of the corporations decided this is not allowed to be talked about. Probably because, it, you know, somebody they knew son was getting harassed, they said, people speculating about it online. So they put forth a series of measures to prevent people from promoting conspiracy theories. And now the shoe's on the other foot. Now it's Trump hiring these actors to attend his uh, rallies to inflate the numbers. And now the very people that said we couldn't talk about uh, whatever, I can't even remember, Stoneman, Stoneman Douglas High. You can't talk about that. We can't talk about Las Vegas. No one talks about Las Vegas anymore but we can't talk about any of that because it's promoting a conspiracy theory and now here they are promoting the conspiracy theory that they thought was so vile just not too long ago yeah it's a it's a shoes on the other foot scenario where they just I, you can't say it any better than the exact same thing they demanded you not do to the point where like lost my main channel probably over something of that nature around a topic like the main event the main event what happens in vegas stays in vegas i i couldn't put yeah, it any any better and, and like honestly one of the videos that got me wiped was a beer nato video oddly enough huh. they first like came out with the fire nato i was like nope like i'm in my 30s and i've never heard that fucking word nope i don't care if someone says no they had this around no no, no. i've never have you had, had you heard that word before like two three years ago no no i just understood it looked like flair from <laughs> final fantasy 6 so like i'm not accepting that into my reality at age 30 i'm just not accepting that that thing just got into it and they started right it's exactly if like we told you that scorpion started to fly <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or snake started standing upright. You're like, okay, I, I'm checking out of this reality. Like, this is bullshit. This is clearly yeah, no. This is not. You're not pulling a fast one on me. And I made this like basically a clip of like eight different news stations, all defining a fire NATO different. This one was a vortex through the middle that the energy came out. Or the other one was to add to ignite from some chemical. They all explained it differently to different. But what you don't understand is science, Davey. Once the first person makes a hypothesis, it is not allowed to be challenged by anybody else. That is science. One person decides what the truth is and the rest of us nod and agree. That's science. Not cult-like behavior at all. I think it's it's something that's 99%. Why would you even question? And 99% of everyone agrees. All the expert, every expert agrees, but also 99% of the population agrees. All of them. That that the, the giant science man in the air says climate change is real, and if you if you don't believe in it, well, here, this is this is what is in store for you if you don't believe in climate change. Here, perfect debate come to He's so fucking happy. Observe it. it's not an The debate is over. We're in the midst of a climate. <laughs> Just laughing in glee as his constituents are driven out of their homes. Just laughing finds it so funny. You know, at least Moonbeam, when Jerry Brown came to paradise with uh, Trump, you could see sorrow in his face. He legitimately. 
like saw the damage and thought about all of the lives that were hurt as a as a response. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit, but I could look into his fucking eyes and see that he realized the gravity of the situation. Even if I completely disagree with the guy on politics and don't really care for him all that much, I could at least see a human being with a soul. Gavin Newsom, this guy. I'll, I'll play that first little bit again. Look at him laughing with glee. That just that pause. Look, look at that single image. Here, let me zoom it in a little bit. Just happy as shit that he gets to rub in these fucking hillbillies face that they didn't believe in climate change enough and guess what and as i i showed briefly on screen here why california spends billions but can't control its wildfires and i had another uh, article what's a uh, fire suppression and climate change is to blame of course climate change but a fire suppression they have done nothing they've intentionally allowed this to happen possibly to to pave the way for a big city in northern california let's see here uh why do we want to say it I don't even want to say it, but like, just like dance around it lightly. You've heard left wing people openly call for something to happen to Trump, right? Yeah. Like, man. No, I, it I, I know. Other, it has to go the other way. Is the exact character of someone that would get a threat like that. He's coming out like a fucking villain. Is he it's like in the picture unreal. with a family that's house is burned down and he has them just standing there like, hey, you idiots, dear rubble. Like, is that um, an image he j- like that he took during that video? So I don't know if this is on anybody's property. There is a conveniently placed uh, picnic table, which he used for a photo op in uh, a different thread. So I don't like know that this is on anybody's home. Like, sadly, but like no, staring at him. Those are the experts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Doing a doing a survey, are they? Yeah, yeah. Doing a survey, making sure everybody knows <laughs> it's climate change. Mask either. I wanted to share this Perfect. part of the article right here. Since Newsom took office in January 2019, the state has spent nearly 500 million dollars expanding Cal Fire's personnel and equipment. He signed a bill requiring PG&E and the other major utilities to spend a combined five billion dollars on wildfire safety. So five and a half billion dollars spent on this, and they still couldn't rake up the fucking rush you know what i mean like this is their there's this is their job this is their fuck up and they're still blaming the victims of the fire for it unbelievable and i've seen some channels go deep on uh pg&e before and absolute like full corporation from like everything that i've researched to the point where it's like trying to like take those in for like murder and shit do you know who the majority heard, stockholder is i don't i i i've just lost some of the information over the over the last couple of years researching into who is it the rothschild family yeah exactly. no, no shit the red shields shocker yeah they're I had heard that one. Yeah, so like even the though they... Sorry, go ahead. Minion level people they have, like, down on Earth with us that just, like, you would talk to at a branch or, like... Remember when they tried to blame the fire on a power line dropping? Remember that shit? Yep. Oh, I, that's oh your boy, do area. I. Yeah, and it turns out it was a transformer that was not maintained. Yeah, there was, like, fires of, like, down power lines that they just never addressed, or you don't know why or how the power line came down, or someone would call it in and they would just laugh or ignore the person they were they were doing escalated level shit over the last couple of years with everything else behind agendas that go on in california we don't even have time to get into levels of shit they do on there you see the background to these videos there's a cloudy sky and there's a not so cloudy sky. you guys should know what's up blue skies shining on me I did want to, I saw Metal Army uh, in chat, fuck PG&E, all they did was hire Mexicans to butcher my trees like I'm the problem. <laughs> That's exactly it. Like, while while they've been going on to people's properties one by one to trim their trees, they allowed all of the dead, dead uh, tree, dead forest life to just build up intentionally. 
motherfuckers, man. I I honestly thought it was bad enough in New York. I'm not in New York City. Dude, I think California just takes it up so many notches. I I can't even compare. Can't even bring you a story from New York of like, but this guy just shot somebody. It's like, dude, it's not even on the level. I win. I'm the bigger victim. Eat shit. And they tried to like pull one of those uh, uh, protests slash riots where like my police force, my police chief quit. Sitting next to me, basically. You know, not next to me, but like maybe an hour to pull one of those ops in my city you know yeah and comparable to what's going on out there it, it's kind of it, it, that was weird there was a day or two where you know you had the big protests in your city and then my city was currently on yeah. fire so both of our towns were just fucking lit up with social issues i guess you could say it was nuts 